Life out here in the country. Everyone thinks it's so quiet and peaceful. It really isn't much different than the big city, thanks to the Hatfields and McCoys. Those two families have been fighting for years, and innocent folks and frogs like me have been getting caught in the crossfire. Come on out, McCoy. I know you're back there. I smells you. Uh-oh, speaking of crossfire, I'd better take cover. Yeah, I smells you too. It smells good enough to marry. Hush up, sis. You ain't marrying no McCoy. Here I am, Hatfield. What do you want? Ooh, he's cute. Hush up, sis. You ain't courting no Hatfield. I'm out to get revenge on the McCoys. Revenge? I ain't never done nothing to you. No, but your Uncle Matthew McCoy knifed my cousin Harvey Hatfield right in the gut. Well, that's because Harvey Hatfield killed my Aunt Martha McCoy. He shot her in the back, that no good coward. He ain't no coward. He shot her in the back because she was swinging her baseball bat at his head and missed. And he had to shoot her before she swung again. Besides, your Aunt Martha clobbered cousin Harriet Hatfield upside her head. Harriet might as well be dead, locked up in that insane asylum all day long, staring out the window yelling, Home Run! Home Run! Now that's funny. Can't wait to tell Uncle Bud. That woman was nuts anyway. She should have been locked up long before that happened. Then maybe she would have never hit little Mikey McCoy across the face with that switch, causing him to be disfigured for the rest of his life. That boy was ugly as sin anyhow. What did you say? Mikey was ugly as sin. You ought to be thanking us for disfiguring him. He's a lot better looking now. Oh, damn fighting words. That's what we're here for, a fight. Clem, is that you? Yeah, it's me, Pastor. Is that Pastor Bucky Tucker? He's a fine looking man. Leave him alone. He ain't looking for no wife. If he was, he wouldn't want the likes of you carrying around that jug like you do all day. Hi, Pastor Tucker. Or should I call you Bucky? Um, Pastor's fine. Leroy, is that you over there? Yeah, Preacher, it's me. Hi, Nell. Hi, Bucky. He's that calling Pastor. None of you was in church this morning. I ain't going to church with no McCoys. I'd walk the aisle with you, Leroy McCoy. I done told you, sis, you ain't marrying no McCoy. I wouldn't be caught dead in a church with the Hatfield. Have it your way, Leroy. Give me that gun. I'm going to his funeral. Settle down, Gertie. The pastor's right there. I wouldn't mind sitting in church next to Clam Hatfield. I done told you, sis. The only way you're courting a Hatfield is over my dead body. Have it your way, Leroy. Give me that gun. Settle down now. The pastor's right there. Now listen to me, all of you. You ain't gonna start preaching out here in the open, are you? Save your breath, pastor. The Bible says an eye for an eye. I know the Bible says eye for an eye, a tooth for a tooth. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that tooth part. But it also says you overcome evil with good. Your feuding's been going on for years now. 
You're just reaping what you sow, but sooner or later, somebody's going to start sowing some good seed, or you'll end up dead. You hear what I'm saying? The Bible says love never fails. Try loving your enemies. You might find they really ain't your enemies after all. That's mighty fine preaching. Amen. Let's kiss and make up. Come here, Leroy. Oh, I'm going home. I think I'm gonna throw up. Why, you're just like all the other men around these parts. All talk and no action. Clem, now, looks like it's up to you two what you're gonna be. You gonna keep looking for things to fight over? Or are you gonna start doing nice things? It's your choice. Uh, what do I do? I ain't never been nice to no McCoy before. <laughs> I can't believe what I'm seeing. Nail McCoy just gave Clem Hatfield a flower. You won't tell no one I smelled a flower, will you, Pastor? Nah, I won't tell a soul. Thank you, Lord. I know it ain't over yet. In fact, it's just beginning, but thank you. Well, it looks like things might start changing around here after all. I'll tell you what I'll do. I'll keep an eye on the Hatfields and McCoys, and you just practice loving your enemies. Now, which way did that Gertie go? Well, a week has gone by. I wish I could say everything is great, but the truth is there's a whole lot of forgiving that needs to take place first. All right, Hatfield, I'm a-calling you out. Oh, here we go again. Yeah, come on out, Clem Hatfield. I'm a-taking you out on a date. <laughs> now, how many times do I have to tell you you ain't a-courting no Hatfield? What you want, McCoy? Speak up before I shoot a hole clean through you. Hey, you ain't Clem. I'm his cousin, Slim. What's it to you? You're mean and ugly, that's what it is. Why, you? Oh, I ain't ever shot a female before, but I reckon all McCoys bleed to shame. Now, hold on there. You leave her out of this. This here's between you and me. Uh, who's that with you? The name's Purdy Hatfield. What's yours? Oh, sis. You know good and well who that is. The name's Leroy McCoy, Miss Purdy. <laughs> Boy, howdy. Ya ain't courtin' no Hatfield, remember? She gotta be adopted. Just state your business and clear off our land. Uh, what do we come here for now? I forgot. Don't you remember, Leroy? Old Lady Hatfield smacked Junior McCoy upside the head with her cane. Oh, yeah. Old Lady Hatfield slapped Junior McCoy upside the head with her cane. That's because Junior McCoy delivered a carton of sand to Granny Harriet and told her it was ice cream. You shouldn't have done that. What's wrong with you, Leroy? You getting soft in your old age? It weren't no big deal. Your granny didn't have to go and ate the sand. She's blind. How was she supposed to know it was sand? 
She took a great big bite of that shed and threw a ball over the new rug. Not to mention the old frog sitting on the new rug. That new rug Hank Hatfield stole from my Uncle Monty McCoy's rug store. Hank never stole nothing in his whole life. Did you hear that, sis? Hank ain't never stole nothing in his whole life. What's the matter with you, Leroy? Every time Purdy Hatfield opens her mouth, you melt like butter. Do not. Do too. If that were me and Clan Hatfield talking, you'd be fussing up a storm. There ain't nothing going on between me and Purdy Hatfield. I just met her for Pete's sake. Mmm, Purdy, that has got to be the finest fried chicken I've ever sunk my teeth into. Hi, Leroy. Hi, Nell. Hi, Pastor Tucker. Hi, Bucky. What's he doing with them Hatfields? Leroy, Slim and Purdy invited me over for a little dinner after church today. I didn't see any of the McCoy clan there this morning. I wanted to go, Bucky, but Leroy wouldn't let me. Hush up, sis. That's too bad, Nell. Clem was asking about you. Sometimes you make me so mad, Leroy McCoy. What's the matter with Nell? Nothing, really. She'll settle down after a while and forgive me. She'll be all right. Funny you should mention forgiveness, Leroy. That's a very thing I taught on this morning, about how when someone wrongs you, forgive them. Unforgiveness is a sin. Uh, Pastor, if you don't mind, seeing how I've done her this sermon, I'm gonna mosey on back inside and finish my chicken. These folks like chicken. If rumor ever gets out that frog legs taste like chicken, I'm in big trouble. I didn't come here looking for no fight, did you now, Leroy? Footnote, Pastor. There was a little incident that happened yesterday with Junior, but after talking to Purdy, I done forgave it. Well, I'm mighty proud of you, Leroy. Takes a real man to forgive another when he's wronged. Us McCoys, we're real men. I'd agree with that, wouldn't you, Purdy? I surely would, Pastor. Hope to see you in church next Sunday, Leroy. Good seeing you again, Leroy. I tried to cool off Leroy, but I'm still awful mad at you. I guess I have to take you to church next Sunday so you can learn about forgiveness. You listen to me, Leroy. I want to go. Did he just say we was going to church next Sunday? Leroy, did you just say we was going to church next Sunday? Well, I for one will be in church next Sunday. I'm hoping to sit next to Gertie Hatfield. Say, maybe you can help me with something Uncle Bud told me. Is it true that if I kiss Gertie, she'll turn into a frog? It finally happened. No, I didn't kiss Gertie Hatfield. The Hatfields and McCoys showed up for church without a fight. Love is in the air. The question is, how long before it gets blowed away? Hi, Nail. I see you got my note in church this morning. I'm here, ain't I? <laughs> what did you tell Leroy about where you was coming? I couldn't lie to him. You mean you told him you was meeting me here? Not exactly. I left him a note that said I was meeting you here. Oh no. Now there's gonna be trouble and I didn't bring my gun. There won't be no trouble. 
I left Leroy a note because he can't read. <laughs> oh, well, that's a relief. I don't want no more feuding. I want to get along with everybody, like the pastor said. Me too. I especially want to get along with you. Oh, shucks. Speaking of getting blowed away... Hold it right there. You keep your lips to yourself. Don't shoot! I didn't mean nothing! Leroy! So help me, if you shoot him, I'll... I done told you, you ain't courting no Hatfield now, and there ain't no Hatfield gonna court a McCoy! I ain't never done nothing to hurt you, Leroy. Can't we just forgive each other and be friends? Yeah, Leroy. Now let him go. Let him go? He's a Hatfield. Harold Hatfield's his great-grandpappy. So? He never paid great-great-grandpappy McCoy that $5 bet he lost. That bet was over a game of horseshoes, and everyone knew your great-great-grandpappy Roy McCoy cheated. That's what started all the fighting. Are you calling my great-great-grandpappy McCoy a cheat? What difference does it make? Great-great-grandpappy McCoy is dead for crying out loud. All Hatfields are low-down, dirty thieves. The only good Hatfield is a dead one. Oh, Leroy, have you seen my cousin Clam? I can't find him anywhere. Oh, uh, he's right here, Miss Purdy. Clam, there you are. I should have known you'd be hiding out with Nell McCoy. I think it's cute the way the Hatfields and McCoys are coming together after all these years of fighting. It's kind of romantic, don't you think? Yeah, it's real romantic. Did he say romantic? What happened to the only good Hatfield's a dead one? Now, you should quit judging people based on some silly little game of horseshoes played over a hundred years ago. That's right, Leroy. That's exactly what I preached on this morning, remember? You were there. We need to see others the way God sees them. Everyone is valuable and precious, no matter what their last name is. We should treat others the way we want to be treated ourselves. Why, we should use our words to say good things about others to build them up, not tear them down. I, for one, don't want to be fussing and fighting nobody no more. I don't want to be hurting people. I want to help them. Leroy, I got another helping of my finger-licking good fried chicken. It's a special recipe my mama got from an old retired colonel. I think his name was Sanders. Yeah, that's it. Colonel Sanders. Would you like to come over and give it a taste? I'd love to. You okay, Clem? I am now. If it hadn't been for Purdy showing up when... Wait a minute. Why'd you ask me if I was okay? I was on my way to pay a visit to Leroy Neal when I saw him sneaking up this way with his gun, busting up a storm. I followed him the whole way, praying in tongues. When I saw you two, I knew it'd get ugly, so I ran and got Purdy. I knew she'd get through to him. Thank you, Pastor. That was a close call. It made me realize how every minute on this earth is special. I was wondering if you might could perform a wedding ceremony that is, if you'd be interested in marrying me, Nell McCoy. I'd be mighty interested, Clay Hatfield. Well, that settles it, then. There's gonna be a wedding to church next week. Congratulations. Uh, Clem, 
Can I give you two a little advice? Sure, Pastor. What is it? Let's run over and tell Leroy the news while Purdy is softening him up. Like melted butter. If a Hatfield and a McCoy can get married, then there's hope for me and Gertie. Well, how do I look? This is the big wedding day for Clem and Nell. Assuming everything goes as planned, I'm planning on making it a double wedding. Anybody seen Gertie? My, my, my. Surely is a sight for sore eyes seeing all you Hatfields and McCoys together in church this morning. I'm sure you're all here to see the big wedding. And Jesus commanded us to love others the way he loves us, and, well, I reckon today it's gonna be a new beginning for the Hatfields and McCoys. Well, before we start the ceremony, I'd like to read a scripture from the good book. By this, all will know that you are my disciples if you have love for one another, John 13, 35. Since we're all Christians, it's only right that we get along with each other. Other people should know we are Christians by our love for one another. Well, even if we weren't all Christians, we still need to do our best to live at peace with everyone. Well, at this time, we will begin the ceremony. Hold it right there, preacher. There ain't gonna be no wedding today. Ain't that right, Cousin Gertie? Now hold on, Slim Hatfield. I could marry Pastor Bucky, couldn't I? That way nothing would go to waste. Now, Gertie, I'm flattered, but marriage is a lifelong commitment. I'd have to do a lot of praying and fasting before I'd marry you. Start praying. Fast. On second thought, marrying you isn't such a bad idea. Gertie, are you drunk? You don't go pointing a gun at the preacher. Ain't you got no respect for the Lord? Ah, oh, Slim. He was about to propose to me. Gertie, leave him alone. He done said he don't want to marry you. Pastor, what's taking so long? Oh, howdy, Slim. Hi, Gertie. Glad you both could make it to the wedding. Pastor, Clem and Nell are ready and waiting. What's taking so long? Uh, Slim, did you want to explain to Leroy what the holdup is? Uh, holdup? That's where you go in the store, and instead of paying for stuff with money, you just point your gun at the storekeeper's head. Slim, he's not talking about that kind of holdup. We came here to stop the wedding, remember? Oh, right, yeah. That's the holdup. There ain't gonna be no wedding between no Hatfields and McCoys until the feuding is settled. It's settled, Slim. I forgave your great-grandpappy Harold Hatfield for not paying my great-great-grandpappy McCoy that five dollars he lost playing horseshoe. Oh, yeah? Well, then I forgive Junior McCoy for selling Granny Hatfield that carton of sand he told her was ice cream. And I forgive your Uncle Matthew McCoy for knifing my cousin Harvey in the gut. Then it's settled. The feuding is over. Now the Hatfields and McCoys can start loving each other the way God loves us. I'll go tell Clem and Nell you're ready to start. Come on, Gertie. Let's get out of here. But I want to get married. Well, someone's got to want to marry you. And they got to want to without you pointing a gun at their head. 
Oh, now I'll never get married. Excuse me, Gertie. I'll marry you. That is, if you will marry me. Me? Marry a frog? What do I look like? A pig? Slim, Gertie, you're welcome to stay and see the wedding. Oh, I can't, Pastor. I always cry at weddings, and I don't want no McCoy seeing me cry. Even if the feuding's over, there's still a few things I gotta keep to myself. Gertie, how about you? You wanna stay and see your brother Clem marry no McCoy? I ain't got time to waste, Pastor. I gotta find me a husband. I suppose we're ready to begin the ceremony. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to join this man we are gathered here today to join this man. Sorry, Pastor. I had to go to the bathroom. That's okay, Clem. We are gathered here today to join this man, Clem Hatfield, and this woman, <laughs> Nell McCoy, in holy matrimony. Do you, Clem Hatfield, take Nell McCoy to be your wife? I sure do. And do you, Nell McCoy, take Clem Hatfield to be your husband? You betcha! And I pronounce you husband and wife. Congratulations! What you wanna do now, husband? Well, I'm star. Let's go rabbit hunting. Nell, can Pretty borrow your wedding dress real quick? Sure. We'll give it right back. She can keep it. I don't need it no more. I'm done married. Pastor, you don't mind doing another ceremony, do ya? I'd be happy to. We're gathered here today to join another Hatfield and McCoy in holy matrimony. That's what I call getting along with each other. Uh, do you, Leroy McCoy, take Purdy Hatfield to be your wife? Boy, do I! And do you, Purdy Hatfield, take Leroy McCoy to be your husband? It'd be my pleasure. Then I pronounce you husband and wife. Congratulations! Come on, Pastor Bucky. We got a reception for all the Hatfields and McCoys with lots of Purdy's fried chicken. We'd love to have you come along. I never turned down a piece of Purdy's fried chicken. And everyone lived happily ever after. As for Gertie, she didn't have as many choices as she thought. I'm back. I found me someone to marry. I didn't even use a gun. Pastor Bucky? Oh, they're gone already. We're too late. Hey, maybe we can catch them at the reception. Come on, honey. I'm coming, baby doll. Boy, is she gonna be surprised when I kiss the bride.